Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. We are Retrofecta. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Kenneth, and we are here with Retrofecta after a couple months of absence because holidays are terrible and ruin everything. Uh, with me this time, we have Greg. Otherwise known as West Coast Avenger Greg from the Court of Nerds. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Uh, we really, I don't know, like talking about video games, and so do you. Pretty much, yeah. So uh, we are here to talk about the sequel to the last game we played, Ocarina of Time. We're now uh, going through Majora's Mask, and I'd never played it before. You've given me a lot of crap for not playing it. Pretty much, and yeah. <laughs> so it works out well. Because it's kind of one of the best, if not one, if not the best, fully realized Legend of Zelda game outside of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it, it's one of those, like, it always shows up on either, it seems like people either love Ocarina of Time or they love this one, mm-hmm. pre-Breath of the Wild, of course. Um, and I never really understood that because I was like, ah, you know, like, it's it's just a sequel. Why is it th- that important? But, man, this thing just takes a hard ride and goes out into crazy town, and oh, I yeah. love it. I mean, it, it's more than just going beyond what you would expect from a Legend of Zelda game, but what it does effectively, in my opinion, is it takes concepts that were introduced in Ocarina of Time, Mm -hmm. and it takes them to the next level. Oh, yeah. A lot of the same mechanics that you had in Ocarina of Time are fully realized in this one, and they really, um, oh my gosh, I absolutely adore it. Yeah, hey, you you like masks? You enjoy trading masks in Ocarina? Well, here, have 30 of them. Go crazy. (laughs) And hey, each of these masks do something different. Yeah, and they get they get real bizarre. You know, <laughs> get you that sweet membership into the the Latte Cafe. And where... then, you know, you just kind of end up wearing the bunny mask pretty oh, much man. the entire yeah. game. Best mask yeah. ever. Well, that in the the stone mask, which just lets uh, a lot of enemies just ignore you. I was oh, like, yeah. last temple, I was all, cool, I'll just walk right by you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes my life easy since it's one in the morning uh, last night, and I want to beat this before talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how many times have you beaten it then? Uh, just just once. Okay, well, you actually only have uh, one fewer than I have. I've only beaten it twice. So oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's actually one one of the few games where I want to go back now and 100% it, which mm-hmm. usually I'm like, okay, I don't beat games in general. So any that I do, I'm like, cool, I'm done. I'm never playing that again. But now I'm like, man, I, I want to get like the last five masks mm-hmm. and a couple more heart pieces and just completely do it because it, it's been so enjoyable to play through. And I think so. the best part, too, is that the game will reward you mm-hmm. for getting all of the masks. Yeah, yeah. It looked like in the, the ending credits, it was going through different stuff related to the masks, and then there were just blanked out parts. So mm-hmm. I assume as I get the rest of them, it'll it'll expand that credit sequence. So you didn't unlock the Fierce Deity mask? I did not. Yeah. I, I did read about that, and it looks so sick. It <laughs> makes the final boss pennies. Like, it, it, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with the the Great Fairy Sword, like that that thing oh, yeah. does crazy damage, and you know this first Deity one looks even more bonkers. Mm-hmm. So I dig it. Mm-hmm. So um, let's let's jump back to a bit of information about this. Uh, so this originally came out April twenty seventh, two thousand in Japan. As always, they get the early release, and then um, October twenty sixth and November seventeenth for North America and EU respectively, uh, because Europe gets no love and always gets the late game (laughs) um and then has one of the more re-released games because it it also got a uh 
a re-release on the GameCube as a, a pack-in bonus for pre-ordering The Wind Waker, mm-hmm. and then got a very big overhaul for the 3DS, which is what I played it on. God, um, I wish I would have gotten that one, because... It's I... so much prettier. Yeah. Like, uh, with, with Ocarina of Time, actually, I, I started playing it on an emulator on my computer, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, eh, you know, whatever, I, I want to play this while I'm at work. Hopped over to my 3DS, and just, they, I hadn't realized how many graphical enhancements they'd done for these games, and they... they really overhauled the whole engine so and overall it looks a lot better too than mm. ocarina of time oh yeah well because it apparently required the the four meg expansion chip for yep. it so yes, it they they were able to do a lot more uh people on screen at the same time further render different distance you didn't have that fog that was across yep. all of hyrule field so yeah lo- just a lot prettier game in general mm-hmm. so one of the things that um that i thought was just absolutely amazing so i played it twice uh one of the times that i played it was when um when it first came out on the n64 and back then i thought oh my god this this these graphics are incredible um, yeah the second time i played it was with the prepackaged uh pre pre-order for wind waker mm-hmm. um which they actually uh if i remember correctly they had it was kind of like a remaster because the graphics were better than I had remembered them. Yeah, they they were able to take a take advantage of the anti-aliasing on the GameCube. It looks like so it, it was a lot less jaggy. Yes, but not not quite the full the full remaster that the 3DS got. But yeah, definitely looked a lot better from the picture comparisons I was doing across all three. Mm-hmm. Now, so. if only they would re-release it on Virtual Console for Switch, dude. I I am. I don't know. I like. I'm somewhat frustrated that they haven't done any virtual console stuff on the Switch because, like, I would just rebuy every Zelda and Mario game in a heartbeat. But also, I have too many games that I still need to play on the Switch, so it's probably not a bad thing right now. It's the Steam library problem. Where yeah, you just have too many games and you just don't have any time to play them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's two in the morning. I've had a couple drinks. I'm like, I should buy this game, and then three months later, I'm like. Well, okay, maybe I'll actually start playing this now. And then you're like, wow, I've pretty much only played Overcooked. Yeah. Or I've pretty much only played Breath of the Wild. What am I doing with my yeah. life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as same with Ocarina of Time, very, very well received critically when it came out. And it, it seems like it's only gotten better since oh, yeah. then. It, it keeps showing up. I was looking at a lot of, like, top you know, top 100 games of Nintendo, top 100 blah blahs, and th- this one is always pretty high up there. And it, it really seems like depending where the person rates Dark Souls uh, determines if this rates above or below Ocarina of Time. <laughs> so you're saying that if, if somebody thought Dark Souls was an amazing game, then Majora's Mask would pretty much be yeah, a lot higher. Yeah, which, which is pretty funny. It, it just kind of appeals to a slightly different demographic, which I can definitely see. The themes in the game are a lot more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, it deals a lot more with the ideas of death and loss and relationships than uh, Ocarina of Time did. I mean, yeah. you had some of the side quests in Ocarina of Time were just kind of like, ah, okay, they're there, I gotta go... Now collect a bunch of pose for mm-hmm. some reason. But in this one, it's, you know, each of the bottles has some significance to the story. And each of those masks brings you into every single one of those uh, those side quests where you have to go and, um, and help somebody throughout the three-day period that you're given. Mm-hmm. They have some significance. One of my favorite side quests in the game was when you had to protect the farm from the from alien, the alien invasion. Yeah, that was so out of left field. I was like, okay, cool. You know, like someone ste- oh, oh, it's no, actual it's aliens. Actual okay. aliens, yeah. Cool, this game got real weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then immediately after you escort uh, the milk cart into town and have to fight off bandits. And like, yeah. it's it, this game doesn't screw around with that. No, not at all. It's, it's pretty cool. Fantastic, yeah. 
And it, it definitely feels like they were, I, I don't know, like maybe Breath of the Wild is kind of the fully realized vision of what they wanted for this because you, you compare this to Ocarina of Time, this game only had four temples and just a yeah. ton of side quests. Like almost all of your hearts just come from finding random pieces of them across the world. Right. So it it, it kind of seems like they, they got a bit more technology and were able to go, okay, cool, we can we can get a bit more weird with this. And then way down the line, they were like, okay, let's revisit that style of more just running around out in the open, not really have as many of the dungeons, and more just, hey, kind of do what you want and interact with all the random people out in the world. What did you think of the um, the uh, limited time mechanic where you were it, stuck with three days? It really stressed me out at first, uh, and then I just got used to it, and it wasn't a problem at all. Like, it, there were a couple times, um, the, the stone... T- the Stone Temple Dungeon, I was really butting up against the um, the three-day reset. Like, it was, oh, like, yeah. eight at night on the third day, and I was like, this is going to suck if I fail this dungeon. Mm-hmm. But that that was really the only time that it was actually a problem, especially once you get the, the song of inverse time, so you can, you know, everything runs at, like, half time. And right. It wasn't too bad, so. I, I, I liked that they brought the um that the ocarina itself would allow you to give yourself more time that way i thought Mm -hmm. that was really cool uh as kind of like a bonus mechanic that yeah okay you do have only three days to complete everything but you can make it a little bit better for yourself and you don't have to completely reset the entire world to get yourself back on track if you need to Mm -hmm. it it feels like a double down because end of ocarina of time like you you keep jumping through time and your old link your young link Mm -hmm. and then you end up stuck back in just Young Link body after having so many adventures with people as an adult, and then they just don't remember you at all. And, like, that was kind of a bummer at the end of oh, that yeah. game. And it feels like they super double down on it with this one, where you do all these things for these townsfolk, and then Reset wrap time back, and they're one. like, hey, what's up, new person I've never seen before? And I'm like, man, I busted my butt for, like, two and a half days for you. So ah. I, I'm blanking on the name of the two characters, but it's the uh, the guy that was in the little child's body trying to get back to his fiance. Oh. That storyline killed me when yeah, I was Yeah, that was, um, where his grandma was Ajun or somebody, or? I don't, no, 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 uh. It's it's the little kid with the fox mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who who's actually an adult who had been turned by Skull Kid into a child, mm. and he wanted to get back to his fiance. And it's to get the fox mask. It is a an entire three day long saga where you have to follow each of them at a specific time during the day. And if you mess up even once, you have to reset the whole yeah. thing to day one and then work your way back up. And it ends on this insane puzzle sequence towards uh towards the very end where you're kind of like you're controlling both the kid with the fox mask again i can't remember his name and uh we'll just call him foxy good old foxy. So you're controlling foxy and you're controlling link at different intervals and you're completing uh completing a couple of different puzzles so um foxy is kind of wandering around and pushing blocks and in the other room link is fighting off enemies mm-hmm. and you have to get to the final area at the same time and it's something like an hour before the, uh, oh, wow. the moon crashes. <laughs> so yeah. you're just, okay. You're doing it right up That's until crazy. the very end. And then right, it, there's this moment and... Do you mind if I spoil it for you? Because... No, no, not at all. Um, it, that's that's my that's one of the few masks I haven't gotten, and that's my fault. So go ahead and there's this moment right at the very end. You are mere seconds away from the moon crashing into the earth when Foxy and his fiance finally see each other, 
it's like 10 seconds left and they hug and they hug for a good five seconds and oh, then man. afterwards the guy goes here take this and he gives you the the fox mask and then you just immediately have you to reset. immediately oh, have to reset geez. and it is so emotionally draining yeah watching these two people who have been struggling to find each other this entire for the entirety of the three days finally get to see each other at the very very end that it sucks is, <laughs> it is really really heavy yeah wow yeah that oh it killed me like when i was a little kid i was like that's so sad <laughs> foxy no you just want to find love all you wanted was to get back to your love yeah. and you can't yeah this game's heavy man it that was something that i thought was really interesting is that it dealt so heavily with the idea of loss mm-hmm. and of death and of losing those relationships that you have over time like as you were saying you build these relationships with these characters and then you lose them after the end of the three days, because you have to go back in time yeah, and rebuild them. Or maybe not. Maybe just let them live their lives. The game even starts with the idea of loss when you lose Navi. And the whole yeah. idea is Link is trying to find Navi. Yeah, which kind of bummed me out at the end of it that you it, that was left unresolved. Yeah. And also, and the fact that at the end of it, cool, you've saved everything. You stopped the moon from crashing. Skull Kid's all good. The carnival's going going off, and they're like, okay, cool, we've got a carnival, time for you to leave. And it's like, look, I just busted my ass for like 25 hours, I should get to go to that carnival. What are you doing, you stupid fairies? In a way, it's kind of, uh, it resembles sort of the things that we do in real life. Because in real life, we do all these things for people around us. Maybe they don't know that we're doing these things for them. Maybe it... Oh, man, there's, that's, there's like that's too finite, real. I don't know no, about that. <laughs> there's, there's really, there's this finite amount of time that we have on this world and we have to make it count. But maybe the people around us don't appreciate specifically what it is that we're doing for them. Hmm. So you're saying next time someone doesn't appreciate me, I just yell, I want to go to the carnival and like push them over. Or just pull out your ocarina and, you know, revert time. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Yeah. That works. That works. I could talk all day about this because it, it, it fascinates me so much that this game deals with such heavy issues as loss. Yeah. You don't th- – there's an entire uh, 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 MatPat theory on – that Link is actually dead throughout the entire game and he's just working his way through the afterlife. Oh, wow. I don't like that at all. I, I mean – That's real depressing. <laughs> but it makes sense. In the, the Stone Tower Temple that you had just beaten right before the end of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? You're fighting your way upwards, and you fight up and up and up and up and up to even get to the temple. And what happens? The temple opens up in the very be- or in the very as soon as you walk in, you see the sky, mm-hmm. and it is like you have ascended your your way into heaven, or you're hmm. working your way through heaven. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, and then you know you have to flip it on its head. For yeah, some and reason. then it gets real weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. That also the most frustrating to get all the fairies in, just because it you. Kept having to flip it, hop out, hop back in. Yep. Let me pop this chest now so, like, half an hour down the road I can actually get to it. Yep. So. It, it took a lot of planning and a yeah. lot of thought process and how to how to manipulate the world to make it work for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the few mechanics that did translate well in a later game, Breath of the Wild, where you actually, in some of the um, the dungeons, the, the big dungeons where you're, you're fighting in... Uh, uh, oh gosh, the divine beasts! Oh yeah, yeah, you actually had to think about what 
each change that you were doing to the Divine Beast would do to the overall temple itself. Yeah, I, I want to raise this trunk up. Okay, what is I that? I can use that Let to jump do down. Now. Yeah, I can float down. I can access this chest. Th- those are the same concepts that you saw in Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, I have to actually change the temple itself to access new areas. Yeah. It was kind of like Nintendo inching us in that direction. Yeah, well, and especially just coming from Ocarina of Time, which... You know, is a great game, but is a pretty straightforward Zelda game. Like, you oh, yeah. you go, okay, do this, do this, do this, hop to the future, bop, bop, bop. Like, this one gives you... The the temples are still pretty item-locked, but oh, so yeah. much of everything else is just... Here is this world for you to go do what you want in. Right. And a lot of it you could skip. A lot of it you could really spend, you know, days just digging into, how do I get this one specific heart piece... I cannot imagine going through the game, though, with just three hearts. Oh, I know. Or, yeah. like, <laughs> even even going through that first dungeon with just three hearts when you are stuck as the uh, the Octorok kid is, is uh, real. Or, no, Deku, no, no, no. Deku, Deku kid. kid. The yeah. Deku kid. Uh, obviously, I haven't played it in <laughs> ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you're when you're going through as the Deku kid, it's it's hard. And that's, I think, where a lot of people stop playing is they go, this is really stressful. I only have three days. I'm stuck. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Once you beat that first temple, the game opens up. Yeah, and I think I had tried to p- play this once before, and I think I did quit when I was Deku Kid and was just like, this is too weird. I'm I'm not really having a good time. It kind of sucks to be Deku Kid. Yeah, and then you power through that, and then just the whole world opens up, and oh, yeah. you, know, you can actually leave Clock Tower Town and go do whatever you want, basically. And Right. Yeah. And Deku Kid's mostly stupid for the whole game. He's mostly pretty useless. Yeah. He's no he's no Goron form, which that was my jam. Rolling all the way through <laughs> yeah, basically just, everything. Oh, time yeah. to go. Whoosh. I see, and I played as um as the Zora guy a mm-hmm. lot. Not because he's a guitarist or anything, <laughs> but because it was more like playing as adult Link in uh in uh Yeah, you had that extra height Ocarina to time. make jumps and get up to ledges and stuff. Exactly, yeah. It made things a lot more smooth in my opinion Mm -hmm. aside from you know like rolling all over the place like you normally do anyway yeah (laughs) and at least until you get again the bunny ears which allow you to run and jump like crazy fast yeah that makes such a huge difference Mm -hmm. it's like getting the motorcycle in breath of the wild you know once you get that then it's just like oh well the rest of the world is you know very i'm garbage i don't have that yet you need to work i i do do better i i do do need to do better well in my defense my the last two weeks have basically just been work and playing this yes <laughs> it, it was a lot of time investment yes but it is. also very worth it what did you think about the idea of keeping the game less about the main story of link fighting ganon to link doing side quests i really liked it i thought i don't know if i if this was the first one to come out for the N64, I don't know if I would have liked it as much, but I think once you have such a traditional game like Ocarina of Time, it, it makes a lot of sense to have the second one in that same console generation just go off and do its own thing. And mm-hmm. it, it felt a lot more Wind Waker-y in that regard, where it's like, hey, you know, you, you've got kind of the same basic mechanics, but it's it's really not that main Link hero's journey that you get in a lot of the other games. That's interesting, because I always kind of equated it in my mind to Link's Awakening, in that it was a very different experience mm-hmm. and with really unique characters, and the characters on the island are so much more interesting than Link himself. 
and the main story. What is the main story in Link's Awakening is to get to the Windfish. Yeah, Windfish, wake it up, and oh, sorry, accidentally kill everyone because it's a dream. Oops. <laughs> womp, yeah, womp, womp. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it, it Link is always kind of a blank slate yeah. that you inject yourself into, but definitely in this one, like, there were just so many interesting people to talk to. And yeah. It, it was really cool. Literally every single NPC has an interesting story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you only find them out if you show up at the proper time. Like, yeah. you know, random uh, bomb lady who gives you the, the bomb mask. Like, yep. you have to be there at midnight on the first day or you just don't get that mask. Yep. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. God, I love that game. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is I was reading um, uh, speedruns on it and a lot yeah. of people just beat it in five resets. And I'm pretty sure I, I did like... 15 to 18 uh, resets on wow. it at least. Yeah. It's just like you you do the main thing and then one per temple and then boom, you're done. Interesting. And I, I assume they only have like the temple hearts and that's it at that point. Well, there's that entire uh, that entire dungeon that once you get into the um, into the moon that you have to complete as well. And that always was tough for me. The one that always killed me was when you had to do the uh, the Goron rolling thing and like bounce off mm. of the, each individual little. I, I didn't do that one. You didn't. You you don't have to actually do that to beat it. You can just go talk to Majora Mask Kid and go straight to the boss. Yes, but I'm a completionist. Yeah, well, and... the problem I was reading that if you you have to have all of the masks to be able to do all four of the dungeons because you give each of those kids masks. Right, exactly. So I, I want to go back now, get the last five masks I'm missing, and then go finish that thing. So when you fought Skull Kid at the end, did you fight him with the Zora mask? Because that's really the only one that feels right at least to me if i didn't have the fierce deity mask that mm-hmm. was the one that i always oh, and i think i just to. had bunny mask on oh. <laughs> so i could just run like the wind yeah <laughs> it was the whole thing where like you know you're using your elbows to like throw stuff at yeah people and yeah yeah dude zora mask was really good though the the whole uh charging up and flinging your elbow blades was bonkers really cool yeah yeah loved the mechanic also, did you know uh, Jackson Guitars made a limited edition uh, Zora guitar that they raffled off in um, a Nintendo Power contest? That makes me really upset because now I want it. I know, right? And it looks so cool. Like, completely ridiculous, <sighs> but so cool. <laughs> Damn it, why'd you bring this up to me? Because now I'm going to have to scour eBay you're, you're welcome. and probably spend like $5,000 <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> buying this stupid limited edition guitar. I did this for you. Also, um, not really relevant to anything, but this this holds the record for the most heart shards in any Zelda game. Just because you only get four from dungeons and everything else is just pieces. It uh, it has 52 pieces and the next highest was a Twilight Princess with 44. Right. So, because that, that's another game I... I apparently definitely fell off the Zelda wagon a bit and I, I bring dishonor on my family, but... There is much shame. Uh, I, I, I love Twilight Princess. Um, I felt that at a certain point in the game, it was trying to stretch things a little too long. Mm, okay. But when we get to that episode of Retrofecta, we will have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it apparently... I, I quit that one in the amazingly long intro, which a lot of people apparently complain about. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be another one where I just need to suck it up and power through so where does this game fall within your top five legend of zelda games i does it think i would say number three like i i'm so the problem now like i love link to the past 
Oh yeah. Um, a lot of it is memories related around that game because I never had a Nintendo or I didn't have any consoles growing up. So my my video game playing, I would go over to my friend John's house and we would just you know stay up all night doing full runs of Link to the Past. And so it has so much just friendship time built around that in my brain. It is actually an amazing game. Yeah, too, and it's just so. a good game, so yeah. that helps a lot. So it's I I'm always waffling with that in Breath of the Wild now because Breath of the Wild, sorry, is probably just a better game in general, but I I think I would still have to give Link to the Past the the nod. So I, I would say Link to the Past, Breath of the Wild, Majora's Mask. Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time. See, I'm a little bit different. I do still have Majora's Mask at number three, but it's Breath of the Wild, um, Wind Waker, and then Majora's Mask, and then after that, basically everything else. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Wind Waker is legitimately such a good game. game. I love that game. That, That was one of the first ones that I really sat down and just played start to finish. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would, I would go to work, I would come home and I would just boot that up and not really eat dinner and just play through because I was living by myself and there was no one to tell me, hey, you should probably eat something. There was an interview with Iwata when he said that Wind Waker was originally what Breath of the Wild ended up being. It was originally going to be something like that, but they realized they didn't have the technology yet Mm -hmm. to to do the game that they wanted to do. So they created a giant ocean to kind of fill the nice, gaps yeah. and pieced it, it together from there. It really seems like Nintendo has been trying to make Breath of the Wild for the last 20 years, basically, oh, and yeah. just didn't have the technology. So they kept doing half measures in different ways and then took like, you know, three or four different games, smushed them all together and then made this Breath of the Wild game. Oh, yeah. Which also I with Majora's Mask now, I really want them to just take Breath of the Wild, take its engine and make another Zelda game that goes kind of off the rails in a weird way. I'm I'm absolutely for it. Um, everything that I've played with Breath of the Wild so far has been nothing but a delight. Mm-hmm. Aside from you know when you have to kind of adjust your controller to move the uh, move the on screen contraption, that is kind of garbage. oh man. So there there's one shrine where it's it's like the little um, labyrinth maze with the ball. Yes, dude. All you have to do flip your controller over. It's completely blank. On, on the bottom of that thing, and then you can just roll the ball and, like, give it a little flip, and it... I felt so fancy cool for figuring that out. <laughs> I hate you, because I didn't do that. I actually did the stupid puzzle Yeah, no, thing I, with my I tried to do, like, four or five run-throughs, and then was like, I, I wonder... Oh, my God, it works! <laughs> there is... Uh, one of the DLC ones is you have to adjust... A, um, a, uh, I know we're getting off topic here, but one of the DLC ones, it pissed me off so hard because you had to, uh, use one of those contraptions to adjust the way that you're looking at a hole. Oh, interesting. And through the hole, you have to use one of the catapult machines to shoot a, one of the balls through it and hit a target. Oh, wow. It's real garbage. That, yeah, that sounds like uh <laughs> that would be one of the ones where my roommates would come home and be like why why do you look so angry right now why like i'm having fun why is your switch uh. broken <laughs> yeah it's it's like that i'm having fun damn it <laughs> let me enjoy this yeah good times right good times <laughs> so majora's mask really good game feel very stupid for not playing it sooner but then also it it only came out on the 3ds um in 2015 so i i'm just gonna say i was saving myself for the better version (laughs) got my little zelda purity ring and it was good 
<laughs> All right, then. I don't know what this metaphor has gotten off the rails, but it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Do you do you have any any final thoughts on it? I'm I'm honestly just uh, as as you said earlier, I'm I'm really hoping that they take uh, some of the same ideas that we saw in Majora's Mask and give them to some of the later games. Mm-hmm. Um, while Breath of the Wild dealt with loss and failure, it to some extent they didn't really focus on that idea of that aspect yeah. of Link's. It was just journey. A, oh hey you died ish a hundred years ago now cool you've got time to fix it now and, and the whole but. thing that, that made me a little upset too is that it wasn't link's fault that he failed mm-hmm. and so it 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 just i don't know I, I feel like if if they want to make an even better zelda game a game that uh like majora's mask redefined what it is to be a zelda game have a fully realized game with a world that's not necessarily bigger but way more dense Mm -hmm. so much stuff to do they can do it they have the technology oh yeah they will make the fucking money if they do this well yeah i mean we can cuss on this cast yeah yes yeah yeah. it's we we have already blown through that rating (laughs) well shit okay yeah no i i would like i really loved the the size of breath of the wild but i would be happy if they shrunk it down a bit and then had more actual dungeons again and you'll put like an entire underground portion of it or something and just yeah yeah i don't know okay so let's talk about um the style of the game because because majora's mask is very very stylish with Mm -hmm. the different like the town itself has a specific style to it every single dungeon you go into has a different feel um there's Uh, the the Deku Temple, the the Forest Temple. What, I can't remember what it was called. Temple One. Temple One, as we will call it. That one uh, <laughs> is it plays very differently than Temple Two. The Goron Temple plays mm-hmm. very very differently to Temple Three. The Zora Temple plays very differently to Temple Four. The Stone Temple. The Stone Temple. I remember right. that because that was only last night. <laughs> exactly. Every single one plays in a different way, whereas in some of the other games. Each temple kind of sort of plays basically the same. Yeah. Well, really, forcing you to use each of the different masks that you've picked up really focus the temples in on, okay, cool, you know, you're in the Goron one, you're you're going to be doing a lot of, like, weird speed stuff and rolling or, like, having to ground pound switches and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I actually like, like, it was kind of weird that you only had three of the four main I feel like races in Zelda done up because the, the Gerudo were just uh, pirates in this one. Yeah. And it, it would have been kind of fun to have a Gerudo mask, but then it also worked really well that the stone temple, you had to run through all three of your primary masks and yes. just keep switching between them. It was like the culmination of all of the, the, the temples before it. Yeah. Yeah. You learned all these cool tricks. Okay. Put them all together now. And then the final temple is kind of like, well, you learned all these cool tricks, put them together and we'll amplify it. A little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I need to go back through and play that portion, because I'm, I'm weak. Also, it was two in the morning. I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> and you need to really get good. Yeah, it's true. I, I have heard that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of switching between the masks, like, I felt real bad for Link every time he put on one of the big three masks, because, like, it, it looked like it was an existential crisis of, I am now injecting myself into this other person and it's kind of hurting my brain space that first scene where he puts on the deku mask or when he's transformed into yeah is really hard to watch dude yeah it's very oh, man. very very difficult to watch because he looks like he is in absolute agony mm-hmm. 
imagine so great. Though, to be fair, uh, imagine how uh, each of the the souls are that he is taking over. Oh yeah, the it that he's probably isn't over. great for them either. They're no, like, oh cool, now I'm riding shotgun on this weird little kid. Okay. Uh, unrelated but similarly related how creepy the fuck is the happy mask salesman because holy dude, shit that dude is creepy it, just the way instead of turning he just instantly blinks in each of the directions that he's looking yeah that guy made me real uncomfortable yeah it's like oh and you laugh. smile too much and yeah and your laugh's real creepy and you ugh. met with a terrible fate haven't you yeah did you ever read the uh, the creepy pasta about ben drowned no oh my god so it was uh there's this Classic creepypasta about a um, a guy who was playing a corrupted copy of uh, Majora's Mask where – you know the um, – there's that one ability you get where you create a um, a statue of yourself. Oh, yeah, a yeah. Real uh, creepy looking statue. Song of Elegy. Eulogy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elegy. So – I know words. Whatever it is. <laughs> uh, so – Basically, the guy is playing this copy of the game, and every once in a while, one of those statues would appear behind him, and it would follow him wherever he went. And he kind of, as he was playing this game, he uncovered this uh, this whole thing. I don't want to spoil it for you, because I want you to read it and mm-hmm. then not be able to sleep for about oh, good. a week. Thanks. I, yeah. I appreciate you passing that on to me. <laughs> but the whole thing is, like, it has to do with, like, a, a, a kid who died while playing the game, and his soul is in the game, and... Nice. Okay, I'll have it's to read that. Real we'll, we'll put that in the show notes also, so you too yes. cannot sleep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, creepy pasta for everyone. Yay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Really good game. I would definitely recommend it if you're dumb like me and have not played this yet. Four thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't even want to know what those other two thumbs are, but that that's okay. Well, there's two of us here, so two thumbs apiece. I don't have time for math. Who, who does that's, math? That's these too days? much. I'm sure there's a mask for that somewhere. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, speaking of masks, uh, I really liked, and maybe it's me projecting, but that you could get a, was it, a fox, rabbit, falcon, and a toad mask. And I'm yes. like, that looks like someone played too much Star Fox. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because if it means eventually we'll get another good Star Fox game. Fingers crossed. Switch, because, we're counting on you. Because everything after Star Fox 64 was kind of poopy. Yeah. Kind of really poopy. Yeah. The Adventures of Star Fox was just terrible. We, we do not talk about that game. That game didn't exist. It did not. It's no, like anything yeah. after Matrix 1. It was just a great movie all by itself, and that's it. That's it. That's yeah. all that happened. Exactly. <laughs> Majora's Mask is not the only Legend of Zelda game. <laughs> Luckily, they learned from their mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that is our show. We will see you next month with something that is to be determined because we may be going through some overhauls on this, so we'll keep you posted on the Facebooks. You know what you should play? What should I play? Donkey Kong 64, if you can get a hold of it. Because that game was amazing. I don't know if I've actually played that one. I played uh, both of the Super Nintendo ones, but I don't think I played the 64. That one is a lot more like Mario 64. And that's an entirely different conversation that we can have because that game, it basically took Mario 64 and amplified it in really cool ways i mean i feel that's what donkey kong does like they they put out a very good mario game and then the donkey kong team is like okay we like everything you did there let's crank it up to 11 and just make it like this insanely dialed in platformer and bonkers yeah absolutely bonkers. Uh, i i think i'd say bananas actually oh, yeah. <laughs> i see what you did there all right nailed it i'm west coast avenger greg from the court of nerds you can check us out online at the court of nerds.com Follow us on Facebook, The Court of Nerds, if you want. 
Always more Facebook. Follow us on Twitter if you're also so inclined. Court underscore of underscore nerds as well. Cool. Well, thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Uh, as always, yo, yeah, it has been a pleasure. We are Retrofecta, Facebook.com slash Retrofecta, Twitter, Retrofecta. It, it's pretty simple. So we will see you next month. And as always, keep on gaming. Yeah.